0: My dad had a heart attack at 45. It was scary. Thankfully, it was the warning kind of heart attack. With a stent, medication, and exercise, he made a full recovery. This was a wake up call for him. I remember him buying an exercise bike. I could hear him riding it upstairs of a morning. This was also a wake up call for me. In my 20s at the time, I decided to do something now to hopefully avoid the heart attack years later. So I bought a bicycle for myself. Not an exercise bike. I wanted to go out and ride on the roads and hopefully have some fun at the same time. Would it prevent me from having a heart attack years later? I didn't know. I did know it certainly couldn't hurt. The first time I went riding... I couldn't go very long. It had been years since I had been on a bicycle. I remember coming up to a small hill, a bunny slope. And I couldn't get up the hill. I had to get off and walk. But I didn't give up. That was the point. I understood this was a process. There were benefits to doing what I was doing. The same can be said about journaling. Hi neighbor. To journal or not to journal? Five questions to consider. Question number two. How much time does journaling take? Answer. It actually takes less time than you might think. Hope and healing are on the way. Did you finally realize your dream of having a family only to have your happily ever after turn into a nightmare? Are you constantly second-guessing your parenting Anxious about whether your child will make good choices and remain faithful? Have you neglected yourself to the point that it's taken a personal toll on you? Hi neighbor, welcome to Anchors of Encouragement. I'm Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, disciple of Christ, and ambassador of encouragement. I too felt the joy of having a family of my own, and I wish we could be like other families. But I found myself up late at night, anxious about my child's future and asking myself, Why is this happening? Am I a failure as a parent? It was only by grabbing a lifeline from God and my friends that I was able to navigate the challenges of adoptive life. And now I can't wait to share everything I've learned with you. My mission is to be your friend and encourager, to throw adoptive parents a lifeline and offer biblical encouragement as you partner with Christ, providing stability as your anchor when you need it the most. If you're ready for real and raw talk, with strategies and insights that lead to peace beyond comprehension, so you not only survive but thrive in life's storms. This podcast is for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Hi neighbor, thank you for joining me. This is part two of our five-part series on to journal or not to journal. Today we'll look at question number two. Before we get into our topic, I want to share a review from one of our listeners. Michelle writes, So encouraging. Tim, you have such a heart and passion. Don't stop. The Lord has you here for so many families. If you're an adoptive parent, you need this podcast. Michelle, this made my day. Thank you so much for leaving this review. One of the reasons this podcast ranks where it does is because listeners like Michelle have left reviews for the show. This anchors the podcast in the rankings. You too can be an anchor of encouragement for other adoptive families who are searching for answers in their adoption journeys. Please consider leaving a review. It's simple and will only take you a few minutes. In the show notes, there's a link to a video to show you how easy it is to do. I chose this particular review because... Just like Michelle was encouraging me not to stop this podcast, I want to encourage you not to stop doing something that can be very beneficial in your life. And I want to tie that into the story of my dad. As I mentioned in the introduction, my dad had a heart attack at 45. That wake up call was a wake up call for me. And I decided to take up cycling myself. I did so for many years. At first it didn't go so well. I couldn't ride very far. I couldn't even get up a bunny slope. That was embarrassing, but I kept at it. And it wasn't long before I was tackling hills. In fact, those who were riding with me, my wife and my friends, we had a hill we affectionately called the Beast. Because when you were riding up that hill, it had a steep incline, then leveled off, and had another steep incline before you reached the top. It was so steep that it felt like the front end of your bike wanted to lift off the ground. Now it didn't, but it was steep, and it was one of those things that I had to build up to. It took time to get to the point where I could ride up that hill. I didn't get there all at once. I had to invest the time, little by little, to get my legs and my heart strong enough To be able to ride up hills like that. One of the interesting things that happened to me when I was riding. Is that if I happened to miss a few days. I found my legs aching. They were craving the exercise. I had built muscle. And that muscle wanted to be used. And I found that when I got back out on the road. And was riding. I felt a lot better. My legs felt better. I transitioned from riding my bicycle on the roads, it became a safety issue, to hiking in the hills. And to this day, I love to tackle a hill. My legs crave it. I know it's good for me, and so I do it as often as I can. Just like I've experienced the benefits of cycling and hiking, I've also experienced the benefits of something else that I've talked a lot about on this podcast, journaling. I discovered that later in life, but the benefits that journaling has given me have been amazing. It was something, as I said, I learned from my son Johnny. Johnny's introduction to journaling is very similar to my dad's introduction to his exercise bike. It was a result of trauma. Both had wake-up calls. My dad began exercising Johnny began journaling. Now, in Johnny's case, it wasn't by choice. When he was in residential, that was part of his treatment plan. He was given a piece of paper and part of a pen and told to journal. He discovered that journaling was a way for him to touch those feelings that he had never addressed in his life. He was able to begin to understand why he felt the way he did and it was a way for him to begin to lock himself again. I've wondered if he had begun journaling years before if residential treatment would have ever been necessary. We'll never know, but I do know journaling could have helped him to some extent. I've mentioned on this podcast, and especially in episode 108, the benefits of journaling. Even with that awareness, There's still a resistance to journaling. One of the things I hear a lot is I just don't have time. We all have busy schedules. With work, family, and social commitments, our days are filled. The thing that trips people up is thinking journaling has to take a lot of time. It doesn't. If you were to look at my journal, what I typically do is write the time that I start. Some days I'm really busy. And I might write one or two lines, and that's it. Some days, I might go for a half an hour. It just depends. I don't worry about how much time it takes. I understand this is a process. And just like riding my bike or going out for a walk, if I can get some time in doing that particular activity, I know I'm going to realize a benefit from it. This is a process that builds upon itself. Something else I hear, what if I miss a day? Then you start beating yourself up. I journal most every day, but some days I just don't get a chance to. Do I let that get me down to the point where I just give up and and don't do it anymore? Not at all. It's a lot like when I was riding my bicycle. My legs, if I missed a day, my legs would crave riding and I had to get back out and do it. Whenever I miss a day, I can feel it and I want to get back to it. I don't let that discourage me to the point that I give up. Again, I want to stress this is a process. Let's get to your daily doable and unpack this a little more. I want to encourage you with a scripture from Ephesians 5:16. Make the most of your time. You understand that journaling has benefits. I've shared with you how it benefited my son. I've shared the benefits for myself. What I want to encourage you to do is your daily doable. Start with just a few minutes. Can you spare five minutes in your day? That's less than 1% of your day. 0.35% to be exact. If you can spare five minutes, that's a good place to start. Five minutes here, five minutes there. Over time, you will begin building that journaling muscle. And you'll begin to see the benefits. How much time does journaling take? Answer? Less time than you might think. Just commit to start. That's all for this episode. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Before I go, please consider leaving a review for the show. You'll be an anchor of encouragement for other adoptive parents. See the show notes for a video on how to do it. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now. If this podcast has given you the courage and confidence to face storms in your life, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Tim Modlin. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group, Anchors of Encouragement. So until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.